Matchalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matchalava, and today is Thursday, August 19th, 2021, and it's been a very, very, it's been a busy day. It's been productive. There's been a lot going on. I've made some sales, so overall, good day. Um, it's just been, it's been a struggle. I mean, I've been waking up super late and that's not like me. So like I like to sleep in, but I also don't, I miss waking up in the morning and I've been getting up super late and it's just been throwing my day completely off. And I mean like completely, it's just the whole day is kind of, it's just ruined almost because when I wake up early, I can get going earlier. My mind gets moving and my body is moving because I work out and it just feels like I'm, I have energy for the rest of the day. When I don't do that, the whole day feels sluggish. I can't really focus very well. Um, it feels like your head almost feels cloudy a little bit. And so that's how it's been the past two days. And it's just, it's not enjoyable whatsoever. I, I feel like it's a it's a big thing being able to wake up early and then being able to work out in the morning and, and being able to have a little bit of time to just kind of get yourself focused. And that's what I've been doing most of the, like the week prior to this week and the first couple of days this week. The last two days have just really been slacking on that. So I need to do that tomorrow. It's Friday. I would like to hit Friday on a really, really good stride and then hit the weekend hard. And then next week's my last week at work. And so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be busy. There's going to be a lot of things I need to wrap up, but it is what it is. I'm happy about it. I'm excited. And I'm excited to get after reselling full time for a little bit here. So that's kind of what I'm focused on right now. Got a lot of things in the works, but it's, it's busy and it's good. So... Anyway, today we really didn't have a whole ton that caught my eye. We've had the off-white dunk releases every day. I still have not gotten exclusive access. So not sure if I'm ever going to get that or not, but it, I also haven't put a ton of effort into trying to get it either. There's there's different things people are saying to do to try and get it. I did a few of them, but I didn't go the whole nine yards, and, and that's probably my bad because I think a lot of people that did what, what the groups are saying to do for exclusive access probably got it. So... That's the one thing that I should have probably done. It probably would have taken me a few extra minutes to do, and I just didn't do it. So if you did get exclusive access to those, congrats. You're probably going to make a decent amount, although some of the colorways are really bad. Some of them are really good. It just really depends on which one you get, and I've heard that they aren't letting you know until you get the shoes in hand, so I don't even know what to make of that. Like, If you don't know a colorway is coming out, then it is what it is. I mean, I just hope for the best and, and, and buy a pair always return it if it's really that bad but most of them if not all of them will make you some money just some will be better than others however if you buy the off-white blazers that are coming out and there's a off-white blazer low collab that nike is doing those will almost assuredly lose you money because they are the ugliest pair of shoes i've ever seen in my life i mean they are hideous and like they're so bad it's like this black shoe with green and white and i don't know if they did like red or blue lace it like it's just it, the whole thing it looks like it honestly looks like a kindergartner drew it up and, and sent it to Nike. And they're like, yes, we're going to honor a kindergartner today and make this shoe for him. Like, it, they're just so ugly. I don't understand how some of these, like, you feel like some of these designers, they have some sort of, like, innate, like, ability to design stuff. And I, I feel like that way with Virgil, where he makes, he's made a lot of really good stuff with, with Nike and Off-White and Jordan all together. I mean, he just, he almost, it seems like he has a knack for it. And I'm like, wow. This person is gifted. This person really knows what they're doing when it comes to making designs. And they they have some sort of special gift that they that they were kind of that they were kind of born with. And then Virgil throws out that shoe. And I, I just wonder 
if he was either blindfolded when he designed it and he just like picked random colors out of like a, a palette on on Photoshop and that's how he made them or if he actually thinks it looks good because if he does he's wrong they're ugly like the, the new blazers that are coming out and some of the off-white shoes have been ugly i mean the rubber dunks ugly shoes not a very good looking shoe whatsoever like i don't understand why he why some some of these shoes they're like yeah these are a great colorway and like everybody else that looks at them is like that's not a good shoe and that thing looks completely hideous as a silhouette let alone the colors you chose for it so that's what my thoughts are on those. I just, I, I don't get it. Maybe maybe I'm missing something, but everybody else that I've seen talk about them and everybody else that I've talked to about them has said the same thing. They're like, these these things, they just, don't, they aren't it. Like, they, they don't hit, they're ugly, and I wouldn't buy them, nor would I wear them. Even if you gave them to me, I'd probably have to burn them because they're just so hideous. So that's that's the that my synopsis on the rest of the off-white shoes coming out that are not the dunks, and even some of the dunk colorways weren't really that great. So... That's, that's what we have going on with that, but today I really wanted to talk about a couple other things that just have been on my mind, a little little bit of information that maybe would help you out with Q4. So kind of transitioning to that, we have Q4 coming up rather quickly, and the, the, the thing that has been on my mind is what am I going to do for capital? Because I have capital, I have some money saved up and stuff like that, it's not really a big deal, but let's say I find this amazing item that I want to be able to flip. Like, what am I going to do? Am I going to run out of capital? Am I going to be able to afford all of the things that I want to be able to buy and flip during Q4? Am I going to be able to afford any business expenses and stuff like that? Like, what what am I going to be needing capital-wise? And when I sit down and I look at that, I realize I have a lot of stuff that sits in my inventory for a while and should probably go. And I think a lot of us have that. And, And the problem, the real struggle for resellers is that, feeling of loss when you sell an item for less than you bought it for or break even it just it sucks it it doesn't feel good nobody feels good because hey i bought an item for 50 dollars. i had to sell it for 40 or 35 like you just don't that's not really a great feeling it's hey i screwed up and imagine if you did that for 10 items okay now you just you didn't even just cost yourself you bought it for 50 bucks and you ended up netting 35 after everything's said and done after you sell that particular item if you had 10 of those you just lost yourself 150 bucks but the the important thing is not to think of it that way right if it's past the return policy if it's not past the return policy get those things returned but if it is past the return policy you have to realize that you have a sunken cost at this point and you're falling into this trap of waiting for it to appreciate in value so that you can break even and, and not feel as terrible about it where what you really need to think about is i have this inventory it's doing me no good the capital is always better than the inventory. I need to get this stuff sold. It's almost like an item that you've had sitting around your house for a while at that point. If it's not an item that's going to appreciate, think like, I don't know, if you're selling pools this summer or something, you have some pools left over and maybe you can't return them. Like get your money for them and just move on because it's not going to do you any better waiting till next year unless you really, really have so much money that you can just wait till next year and not sell the pools and you want to see if you can get more sold next year. Like whatever, do whatever you want. But for me, I don't, and I don't really want to hold on to pools anyways. I really don't want to drag them down to Florida with me, which is probably going to happen because I don't imagine I'm going to sell them. I'm not going to sell them for like 20 bucks a pool. That, that's that's asinine in itself. But if somebody offered me 40, bo- 40 bucks for like a pool, I'd probably sell it and just say, screw it. I spent 60 on this thing. It is what it is. And I'd just probably send it off and say whatever. Because at that point, you need the money more than you need the pool. And I don't even want the pool anyway. Like I literally... It is as if the thing has been sitting just around my house as a regular item at that point because it's doing me no good. It's not going to appreciate in value. 
and the money I want the money back I want as much money back as I can get so whatever somebody's gonna offer me I'm probably gonna take for that with with the caveat that I just want to sell it for nothing I'm not trying to give the thing away either but you know if you end up losing some money on stuff it's not the end of the world don't do it again or maybe don't not do it again but don't try to do it obviously and that's that's a very that's that's I think that's very obvious for everybody who wants to make money in business but try and learn from the mistakes and you're going to keep making mistakes you're going to keep buying items that suck and that's never going to change but the hope and the goal is to buy less and less of them over time yeah you'll have a hiccup here and there after you've been a reseller and you're seasoned after a few years but you will not be making nearly as many bad purchases as you would have when you first started. The only thing to make sure of is you don't forget some of the practices that you learned along the way, and you don't get so cocky with the money that you've been making that you just start spending it like crazy and buying whatever you can, thinking, hey, the money will never run out, because that that definitely will happen. You will definitely run out of money before you you don't. So if you're, if you're convinced that you have so much money saved up that you're not going to run out of money and you're doing really well, just... Be cautious of buying way too much of something that you're unsure of because that is the quickest way to find yourself in a big hole that you can't dig yourself out of fast enough. So that's kind of the thing that's kind of the thing to pay attention to because there's always that item that comes along. There's always some item that comes along that's really great. And we we just you feel it in your gut and you know that it's gonna work. And so that's the item you wanna have the capital saved up for to really invest into. If you're really not sure and things have been dry for a little bit, just keep doing your little flips until something comes along. The moment that thing comes along that's gonna be really, really profitable, you strike on that, you really hit it hard and you try and make as much out of it as you can. So, I mean, if you really think about it, last summer we didn't have a ton of items from the months of July through September, right? July, maybe some pools, then August, September, there really wasn't too many things. I could think of a few items that were doing well. Other than that, it wasn't really that busy. But if you went super hard, middle to end of September, into October trying to buy PlayStations, you made a killing. And that's when you would have wanted to have your money saved up. You wouldn't want to have it sitting in a bunch of inventory from the summer that you bought that was no good. You wouldn't want to have it sitting in a bunch of inventory that was not going to move because it was a summer uh, It was a summer item now. You wanted that to be sitting in cash so that way you could throw it out there and buy more PlayStations because that would have made you way more money than anything else in your inventory at that point. So just keep that in mind. I mean, we got Q4 coming up. It's going to be a big year. It's going to be crazy. There are so many shipping delays. It's just, it's... It's going to be a mess for a lot of retailers and it's going to be tricky in some aspects but if you can be prepared for this q4 and have some money sitting aside to really really go hard on those key items once you see them release once you see them restock that's what you're going to want to do because this is not going to be just this this could be our last q4 like this and i honestly believe it may be and so that's really why i want to go hard after it because if, if not i don't want to sit there for the rest of my life and think about what I missed out on 2021 Q4. So anyway, get after it, go after it, get ready for Q4. We had a lot going on this year. and It's going to be a big year. So I'm excited. Let's get after it. You guys have a great rest of your Thursday. And I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.